The only way to start a new week is with some good news, and I wish it was in better circumstances, but it is a good story, I should say. AJ on VFX, hope you're having a good Monday morning, and while Senior Night didn't quite go the way for the Aggies, you always got to commend those who take a second to do the right thing or to do something nice for everyone else. I mean, because it's been common saying on the VFX Morning Show for years and years and years is that... uh, the end of the day, you don't know what any one person is going through. And so something small, holding the door, saying thank you, any of that, a compliment, can go super, super far. Well, for senior night, unfortunately, Utah State did not get the win over Colorado State. But um, from the pictures as well, it's pretty cool. But Utah State held a moment of silence for Aggie guard Max Sholga, who's from the Ukraine. And his family's actually in Kiev as well, which is where the center of the fighting is with the Russian uh, invasion actually really cool picture from the herd as well showing them putting up the uh, posters to hold up the Ukraine color flag and it's just it's really cool I was lucky enough to talk to uh, one of the coaches on the um, staff for Utah State basketball coach Dixon and that question comes up because you ha- like how do you focus right you're already a kid from a completely different country in a new t- country to go to college and then that's going on and they just talked about how uh, just took a while for it to finally hit him, and everybody was reaching out to to Max Sholga to talk to him and just to say, "Hey, man, we're here," or whatever. So it's just it was really cool on Senior Night, right? Where seniors who've been playing forever and fans have come to love and stuff uh, got their moment, but also to take that second and let Max Sholga know as well, "Hey, man, like it's tough or whatever, but there's a lot of people here who care about you, and and we, you know, it was it was cool to see. It was it felt like." Definitely something that had to be shared. You can read more about it um, with the game recap as well at cashvalleydaily.com. But the, a good story to uh, start this week as it was cool to see that. AJ Knight with you on, on VFX. And look, the saying is, what? I will let people walk all over me, right? You hear something, you're like, oh, would you eat tacos for $100? I would like absolutely sniff tacos for $10. One, You could pay me nothing and I would eat tacos. You know, you get exaggerated of it. So what about when it's time to put your nose where your money is? What if it's something you don't actually enjoy? Where is the cutoff for that? Like $6,500 to partake in something that just is, is terrible. Can you put your money where your mouth is? Or I suppose actually in this case, your nose is. Hey, it's AJ on VFX. So the... You, you get exaggerative, right, when people say, like, you find out uh, CD player costs $1,000. Oh, what CD player costs $1,000? What is it? Is it paying my bills? Is it walk my dog for me? You exaggerate like that. But the question is, when it goes the other way and you say, oh, you know, people are making $100,000 fart in a can. And you're like, what? What? There's a company, a dog food company. It's a plant-based dog food company that wants to pay people to switch their dog's food and try it out for two months. The downside is, is that as part of the experiment, you have to, of course, smell your dog's poo for those two months, and they'll pay you $6,500, which is roughly $3,250, right? So about $3,300 a month, which is about $100 a day, given the month. I mean, 30, 31 days, right? So a little over $100 a day, which isn't half bad. Is it worth it? And I got to think, like when we talked about what is the thing your pet destroyed, A lot of people had great stories, the grandfather clock, stuff like that. And then there were people like, well, AJ, you're not even focused on the right thing. Like, housebreaking them is terrible, too. And I'm like, you got me. That's also not good. So I don't know that it would necessarily be new. Like, I I don't expect anybody to magically just go out and get a face full of it, right? But I don't know that it's necessarily a, a huge adjustment. 
The thing is, you could sit there and be like, absolutely not. Even if I have a dog. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth my pride. It's not worth the time. It's not worth the effort. And things like this work because people will do it for less. I think almost no matter what it is, people will do it for less. One of the dumbest bets, though one of the easiest bets I ever won, someone asked me, said, hey, I bet you... Five bucks. You won't drink this cup of mild hot sauce. Done. Gone. Before the sentence was over. It was easy. I, I dated a girl in high school who who legitimately the turning point for her leaving the guy that at the same time, like we both liked her. She picked the first guy first. And all right. Shot in the pride is that his friends dared him a doll for a dollar for a dollar to drink the uh, water out of a, out of a vase. It plants in it. They were at a summer camp. It was it was that greenish brownish color. Right. When plants it. And he drank it. And by all accounts, I think he was fine, but she was like, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? So I think no matter what, someone's always going to do it for less. When I was a kid, uh, I used to always, for New Year's, my parents used to always drop me off at the New Year's party. Like, you'd go to, like, youth centers, the Y, whatever it is, and they'd have fun activities. Like, you go swim in the pool or play in the gym, and they'd show movies, and there'd be snacks, right? And you'd hang out, try and stay up all night, all that stuff, right? And there'd be cool stuff. Well... Uh, when I was in middle school, I went to one, and it was at this huge, huge, like, indoor theme park type area. And they had this event where they had, like, a stage show. And the there was people that got invited up to take part in, like, physical challenges and stuff. And then one of the things they were doing was, will you choose the mouth blender? And there was a dude up there that they put stuff in his mouth. He'd chew and swirl it around or whatever and spit it in a cup. And then at the end, it was, will you drink this? And I don't remember what the prize Like, I don't even think it was money. Like, it was a T-shirt and just, like, a competition and like this, all of the stuff has been chewed in this dude's mouth. He swirled around, he spit it out, and the dude drank it. I found out later that the kid that did it, eventually his parents sued because he ate it or whatever. But it was like, dude, like there's always someone that will do it for less. So would I do the dog poo sniffing for sixty five hundred dollars over two months? Yeah, I probably would, because honestly, that's that's good pocket change right there. And and to be honest, it, if I have a dog, piece of cake. So yeah, I'll put my nose where my where my mouth is. <laughs> I will smell that dog poo for $6,500 a month. Am I going to go apply for it? No, I'm going to have a dog, but I would 100% do it. This is, of course, the, the new heart attack moment I give my mom because she's like listening to her son on air saying, oh, wow, my son, that, that's my son right there. But the truth of the matter is I thought that every kid at one point or another gave their parrot a heart attack. Owen had those, I mean, I guess technically almost near-death stories. My goddaughter made it through without doing so. I am astonished that I believe my goddaughter made it through the baby phase, the toddler phase, without not not worrying my best friends, but without giving them the, the parent heart attack. AJ and McCall for the Gold's Gym debate at eight, just AJ this morning, because my understanding is every kid, most kids, I'm going to say every, there's no rule that's universal, most kids do. For instance, uh, my brother, when he was born, had the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck, and that was terrifying, and he's fine. But my mom always said that all of us kids gave her a scare. There's one time she came home when I was nine, I think, and I had just wandered out in the neighborhood and left the door wide open. Like it looked like somebody had just kicked the thing in. And she was, of course, terrified and ready to call the police. And I was just out with the neighborhood kids running around. My littlest sister, my mom came home and they were at this time living in a, a two-story place. And the dog was down on the the ground level she was her bedroom was above up above that little patio area basically and she was standing in the window looking down at the dog my mom of course came home grabbed her terrified that she was just gonna go try and talk to the dog like we all had one 
And so I was curious, were we just the crazy kids or or does most people like I think have uh, some kind of nightmare story of their own when they had kids or were kids? Jill's on the phone. Jill, what's your story? My son and I were shopping and I couldn't find him anywhere. And I started looking inside of all the circular racks because that's where I always hid when I was a kid. But, of course. Uh, he wasn't there. The little jerk was like two inches behind me the entire time trying not to giggle. He knew exactly how to stay out of my eye line and didn't come forward until I was like about to cry. <laughs> okay. Well, that's just evolution, right? So, yeah. Who who didn't try to hide in those circular things as a kid? They were like the perfect hiding spot. And you just thought, oh, I could just disappear. But that that's 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 a little extreme. I, I, I'm going to take solace a little bit in the fact that for me and my siblings, they were all incidental. Like nobody was like, <laughs> this is going to be hilarious. Uh, also on the phone, we got Nick. Nick, what's your story? My daughter is in a, is in like a pranking phase and usually her gags are terrible and obvious, but uh, okay. she has really bad allergies. Uh, so one day I, I come, I came home uh, and, you know, she's saying she accidentally eaten something with peanut butter in it and she was having trouble oh. breathing. Uh, so I went, to grab the EpiPen, she started giggling uncontrollably. Uh, I mean, I had half a mind to stab her with the EpiPen anyway. <laughs> okay, so those are those are kind of cruel. I gotta be honest; like those are heart attack moments, like that warranted a little bit heart attack moments. I should clarify for the story for Jill's story. I did once upon a time get lost in a Walmart when I was with my mom, and the the punchline to the story is that, of course, she had to go, and they had to do this loudspeaker thing, and they asked, what does the kid look like so people keep a lookout? <laughs> my mom said, he's dressed as Batman, because I, I have Batman shoes, shorts, T-shirt. I wore the cape and the cowl everywhere. <laughs> the, the, the end of the day, the story was really good, but that's now that's... That one, I think, a little bit more on purpose. So I, I'll take back my criticism of Jill's kid. But that fake allergy one, that one, whew, heart would definitely stop for a second there. I think that's why it's easier. Maybe maybe after the first kid, right? They say after you have your first one, it's a little bit easier to raise the other ones and your parents kind of lax the reins a little bit. You already had that heart attack. You know the second one's coming. So once you get past that, you're whew, all right. Just make sure to feed them. They go to sleep. Keep them alive for a little bit till they become self-sufficient. Because the first one was the most difficult one. Though I think I, by all accounts, according to my, my mom, I think by all accounts, I was a pretty easy kid to take care of. I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying she's spoiled. Just a little bit. Uh, no one wants anyone to get hurt. Inevitably, though, when you get a bunch of dumb criminals running around, whether it's in Florida or outside of the country, it of course, going to happen, and that is the case when we get into our dumb headlines, our stupid criminals of the day, stupid news of the day. The saying is you can't help those that don't help themselves, and you know, one criminal tried to get, the, well, one one victim tried to teach the criminal that lesson. It is Florida not AJ Knight with you on VFX this morning, and it's just the, you're dumb criminals. No matter how things are going there's no way it's as bad as the stupidness that is the stupid news of the day. Like in story number one, a guy tried to steal a truck at a car wash, but the owner caught him while doing so, held him down, and then made him call 911 on himself. Trying to teach him that lesson, it's definitely forced. we got to be open, right, to accept that. But, like, if you just, you know, you're going to call him? No. Boom. Stop hitting yourself. You're going to call him? No. Boom. Stop hitting yourself. Just smacking him with his own hand. Story number one. Story number two. 
A man decided to uh, improvise. He went into a Waffle House with a small dog, pointed at the uh, uh, workers there and yelled, get on the ground, y'all getting robbed. He then made off with some napkins before he was caught, turns out. It was just finger guns. Finger guns and a tiny dog to rob that Waffle House. I mean, okay, at least no one was seriously a threat of getting hurt. And then all that, they 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 do what they're supposed to, right? They don't escalate the situation. They hit the deck. And then he's like, oh, thank goodness. All right, I'm going to get them napkins. See ya. Really? That's it? Like, I'm not encouraging the death, but that's it? You know, I'd like to picture the victim of story number one as a little sibling. Florida not with AJ Knight on VFX. Like, if you think about it, uh, how many times at some point, if you were a little sibling, especially if you were a little brother, did you get your hand, somebody... Brother had you by the wrist or sister. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. But we'll get into that. Two dumb stories. One of them is from Florida because that's where it all originates. The dumb criminal is basically the mascot of Florida. Story number one, a guy was wandering around and decided he was going to steal a truck at a car wash. He hopped in while they were the person wasn't paying attention, tried to drive off, but they heard uh, when they heard the engine start, of course, they ran to the passenger side door. They yanked the guy out. And the owner was able to hold the guy down and force him to call 911 on himself. Of course, he was showed up. The cop showed up. He was arrested. He's doing court next week for, for theft charges. And I, it doesn't say, I'm telling you, there's a, you going to call? No. Stop hitting yourself. You going to call? No. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> what are you going to do? And story number two, a man decided to walk into a Waffle House and decided, yeah, I'm going to take some of this. Pointed at the workers and said, get on the ground. Y'all getting robbed. And then when they did, decided, I'll get these napkins. Grabbed some napkins, left the store. Of course, he was the would-be armed robber, admitted that he was just uh, robbing the restaurant of napkins. And it was only finger guns in his pocket. So not only are they awkward, they make you make terrible theft decisions. Because again, none of us, none of us would encourage crime. But really, your plan well, he he was completely inebriated, so plan, quote unquote, totally works. And he goes, napkins. I think you could have walked in, in all honesty, right now. Picture Cash Valley, any place, Angie's, Denny's, wherever, doesn't matter, any of those breakfast places we've got. I think you could walk in, grab some napkins, and I don't know that anybody would really say anything. At this point in the time, I think it would be like, eh, 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 eh whatever. So the question is, of those two super dumb stories... Which one is from Florida? Because the first one is so absolutely funny, especially if you're picturing like I am. The dude's sitting on him, smacking him in his face with his own hand until he calls 911. That one is absolutely hilarious. But as dumb as that is, that person got caught. Now, they both did, but like that dude was foiled at the scene of the crime in a, a hilarious almost sense of justice immediately. Whereas number two had a chance and fingers crossed would have got caught anyway, but successfully pulls off quote-unquote, a robbery, and it's napkins. It's, it feels like that episode of SpongeBob. It's like you stole a balloon on a free balloon day. You're free to go. So I think you go with story number two. And if that's what you're thinking, then correct news, we are correct because that did happen in Florida. Dude was completely blitzed off his skull, but the, quote, would-be armed robber decided he just wanted napkins, and he did so with finger pistols. <laughs> no matter how bad your day's going, can't be nearly as bad. It's the dumb criminals in Florida, not on VFX. Now, we're going to get to park narcs because a new week means new, new, terrible parkers. And these people, I think, just want to share. They just want to cuddle. But also, Logan, well, I should say Cash Valley as a whole, 
according to a new study, when it comes to traffic flow, we may be way ahead of the curve. You know, it feels normally on the uh, VFX Morning Show that we have to try and get people to learn how to share. You know, so many times in the workplace, lunches have been taken, all that. But today's sharing, a little bit too much. There's, there's oversharing. AJ Knight with me on VFX. It's Parknarks. And both of our nominees this week, well, they want to share. Nominee number one is a car that's parked halfway in the stripy rectangle, halfway in the special needs parking spot. No one to see, no one to tattle. Nominee number one, because they just they want to share. They want to be close. Also, they clearly are just like, what well, you could see the parking lot is empty. Maybe, just maybe, they got left overnight. They went and had a good time, and they made actually a responsible decision after all the parking part. Like, if they decided to have someone drive them, that's all responsible, but the, the first part is is not. Nominee number two, sir, can I talk to you about your spot? In front of one of those, like, it looks like one of those classrooms that's thrown up, but they added the additional learning one. There's someone who's parked correctly. And right next to him is a stripy rectangle that says, hey, don't park there. And the SUV has come on in right next to him. And it looks like they're like, psst, psst, your car's extended warranty has expired. That's what it looks like. Both of them want to share. They want to be friendly. It's just a little bit of oversharing, a little bit too much into the personal space. See for yourself. Vote for yourself. Park Narks. Utah's VFX Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, you can find it up on our Instagram story. It's on our Facebook page, of course. Say which one annoys you the most. Maybe maybe in this case, like you put yourself in the shoes of the white SUV that's actually this time parked correctly because there's been a stretch here where white SUVs have not been on the right side of park darks. But which one would annoy you most if you had rolled up on it? Utah's VFX, all our social media. We'll find out Friday who's the worst parker. The narker, the one who took the picture, will get a prize. And the winner, of course, moves on into... The Park Narks Grand Tournament at the end of the year where the prizes get really good. Park Narks, Utah's VFX, all social media. Cash Valley is way ahead of the curve when it comes to improving traffic because we already don't have the ability to turn left. Good news, Cash Valley. We're way ahead of the uh, way to make traffic flow better. In fact, actually, AJ Knight with you on VFX this morning. If you ever get to Main Street and Center Street and you want to turn left, either way, off of Main onto Center, Center onto Main, whatever it is, you're part of the problem. You should just stop that. Because according to a study done at Penn State, it found that if turns, left turns were illegal, traffic would just flow so much better. Which the answer is, of course, because straight and right don't have to stop to, to, to stop traffic. Left does, obviously, because it cuts across traffic the way we drive. I'll give you a piece of advice, though, Cash Valley, that while left turns here are physically impossible because that same intersection, main and center, there is a there's no left turn lane. So I, once upon a time, lived over off of uh, First East, and of course the station's on the west side of, of Main Street, and I needed to turn left. And I made the mistake very early on in my career here in Utah to decide to turn left there. And I was the third car in line. And it turned... Three red lights before I could turn left. Put in a couple of left turn signals, then let those people go. Because the problem is, is there's no, none, none. The intersection over here by the station at what is it, six and six and eighth? It sounds right. No, second and second and sixth. It's atrocious. It is another atrocious one, especially if you're not going uh, east and west. That one, that one is just awful to turn left at. So, you know, Cash Valley already has basically made, they're not illegal, like you're already pulled over for making a left turn, but they're pretty much already impossible to do.
I mean, it, it is faster. Like, so coming out of uh, where I live is on Main Street. And yeah, turning left is the way I want to go. You know what's faster? Taking three right turns. And I do it all the time. I get out on Main Street. I take another le- right, take another right to get the road behind Main Street. And then I take a left to go the way I'm going. It's just how it is. So congratulations to Cash Valley. We're way ahead of the curve. It's super annoying, but we're there. <sighs> it makes you appreciate, honestly, stuff like that. When you weren't an adult and didn't have to deal with it. My mom once struck a deal with us that if we could, she could drop us off at like a block out from the school or whatever, she would give us a dollar, right? Because it saved her time. And I never wanted to, especially during the winter, right? Because it's cold. Now I'm like, I get it. Tuck and roll, kids. Boom. Like I, I don't want to deal with the traffic. I especially don't want to get bumper to bumper in school traffic. Tuck and roll. Uh, something else this Weekend also made me think of simpler times when I was a kid and didn't have to worry about things. And it kind of feels a little bit like tell me that you're poor without telling me that you're poor. But the truth of the matter is warm clothes is warm clothes and they feel great. Tell you what it was in like six minutes on VFX. Parents, look, a lot of respect. There's a lot of things you deal with that as a kid you just can't fathom until you have to deal with it yourself. Like traffic. AJ Knight with you on VFX this morning. Another one is cold. This weekend, I was by myself, and we'll get to that a little bit later, and uh, I had to go out and do some errands both days in the early morning, and it was chilly, 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 as it as it be in Utah at this point in time. And um, I admit, I got, I've admitted plenty of times I wear clothes multiple days in a row. I just set them aside, and I fire them again. Well, if you haven't seen pictures of my house, which I've, I haven't posted a ton of, but if you look on our Facebook page now, you see I've got those old radiator type things as our heating system. So sometimes they just catch stuff. And if you're my landlord, I promise it's not a fire threat. Like, shh. But then, like, we'll just set clothes on top of them. Not like all things, just clothes sometimes get set on top of them to dry out. Why? Well, I, I threw them over them this weekend, and the next day I picked them up, and it was so warm and snuggly. And it took me right back to childhood when I was sitting on the couch eating my breakfast as we're getting up and going through a routine to get ready to go to school. And mom, dad, pop them in the dryer. You get them, you get those those jeans, that sweatshirt, you put it on, and mm, it felt great. And the funny thing is, immediately, called an urban myth, called an urban legend, but the one that always came, and I blame the Simpsons partially for this as well, was that someone, right, there was always the, the joke that someone microwaved their underwear. Now, that was, that that never happened, right? Like, that didn't, nobody ever did that. Like, it was the dryer. In this case, apparently you got the, the old radiator you could set it across. Maybe there's the heat vent that you, uh, you had the whole, re- the floor register right that came out of the floor. And you could set stuff there for a second. And admittedly, admittedly, it does feel like, especially when I posted it, I almost put the captures like, no, no, no. But it does feel like, tell me you're poor without telling me you're poor. But it works. It feels so good, like, having those clothes. To wear the next day, the picture I took, I'm wearing those clothes to death. Put the jeans on there, put the t-shirt on this morning. I put them on right before I ran out. I had to, to scrape the windshield. Oh, it was amazing. It's the best feeling in the world. It's the simplest thing. And it just took me right back to childhood. That's it, And I was closing my eyes I was talking about it. But that is so great. But anybody else do it? You can, of course, comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Did anybody or a friend of a friend, wink, right? Have someone in, microwave the underwear. There's no way it happened, but it was that urban myth, that urban legend that someone, someone did it besides just using the dryer, those radiators, the floor registers, whatever it is, on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Fortunately for parents, sometimes they got to be parents as well, and that could be at kind of a conflict when uh, you also have to do it with the cool aunt or uncle. 
What happens when uh, they intercede and decide maybe to make a decision for a kid way ahead of when you would? You ever glad something happens to someone else because you thought, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of okay. And then everyone's like, oh, that's no, no. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering why they did that. It was so stupid. AJ Knight on VFX. Now, I'm not saying it's stupid, but uh, we got a message from a, a concerned mom. And I thought, you know what? As someone who probably carries the vibe of eventually, fingers crossed, being the cool uncle, this is good. <laughs> VFX. Uh, my sister took my 16-year-old daughter to get her nose pierced for her birthday last week without discussing it with me. My sister claims that the daughter told her it was fine. My daughter's an only child. My sisters have kids. So they spend time together. She was just supposed to take her out for her birthday. My husband thinks I might be overreacting, but I think my sister should have discussed it with me first. Should it have been? So we, we all know the correct answer, right? That being said, is it, is it super wrong? Like, Kristen's on the phone. Help me out here, Kristen. What, what, what do you take on this whole situation? She should have absolutely told the mom. Uh, the fact that she did that is so outrageous and that the mom didn't know about it. The kid is under the mom's protection or whoever she lives with, whoever her guardian is, until she's 18 or out of the house. And so the fact that the aunt kind of came in and, like, swooped in and took over that role is a huge, huge mistake. Okay, yeah, so we all, you're not wrong. I can't argue that that's wrong. So we all know the right answer, but let me just say, let me just say, while I would, my initial thought was a nose, uh, if it was a nose ring too much, if it's a little stud, I feel like that's common, but it's 16, okay, I, I hear you, I hear you. I was the first one in my family to get my ears pierced. I didn't do it until I was 18, specifically because of this reason, I had to be out of the house to do so. Here's the thing, so can we just acknowledge that it's cool to have, like, kids at some point are going to try and do their own thing. And that inevitably, I think, comes with some secret keeping. So if there is a cool aunt, a cool uncle, whoever it is, a cool family member, they feel like they can confide in a little bit, it allows for a line of communication that, I don't want to say betrays the trust, but, like, can allow the information to pass back and forth. I'll give you, for instance, my dad and I are crazy close to this day. But I was in high school... Like stuff like this, start how I wanted to get my ears pierced. I wanted to get tattoos, and of course, I was you know within his right. No, you can't do that. We're not going to sign off on that. And they're they're allowed to do it. I mean, and you know, okay, that probably wouldn't have made the smartest decisions at sixteen through eighteen, right? But my stepmom at the time was the person that me and my brother were both able to talk to and kind of feel like we could level out. It just felt like it was more of a friend to friend conversation, and that may just have been the fact that she was stepmom as opposed to biological parent. And I'm not saying she doesn't care. I'm not saying step parents aren't great, but we just were allowed to have that more friend to friend conversation. And so I think in the long run, it helped my dad and I's relationship get to this point because there was conversations we, me and my stepmom, could have where. I could communicate, then she could relay it in a way that allowed him to know the information without necessarily like forcing it on me, and then kind of alter it as it goes. So, should should Aunt have done this? No, like if it was if it was ears pierced, I would have been like, it's the mom's call at the end. I still would have said that, but like it's not a big deal. But the nose, you know, it's a little bit more of an extreme piercing. That's fine. By the way, it's the weirdest thing to see as well. Also, a little tip for you. Ashley went out and got a new piercing on her, in her ear this weekend. When you do that, remember to think about which way you lay. 
because for her, and it wasn't going to change it because that was the ear that had the more space on it. She pierced on her right ear. She likes to lay on her right ear. I think it's been a long couple nights for her. She's adjusting to the pain of <laughs> trying to lay down. Just remember that. Speaking of being together, I have maintained for a very long time, I'm a good roommate. After the after show on Friday, I'm not sure that I'm as good a roommate as I remember. Sometimes it's hard to shake a reputation, a bad story. And after Friday on the after show, Utah's VFX on our social media, I think the reputation of bad roommate is back stuck on me. AJ Knight with the odd VFX, it's Goals Gym Debate at 8. I think I'm a pretty good roommate, but it's been quite some time since I've been one. And we got in the after show and we were talking about people and stories and we got talking about bad roommates and I was like, oh, no, well, I mean, yeah, I've broken some of my roommate's stuff, but it wasn't a big deal. Nope. Let you hear for yourself one of the stories. One time I was, <laughs> I was smoking a hookah, which has the coals and stuff, right? And I bumped it and the coals fell. Uh-oh. And so I'm like scrambling and cleaning it. And I'm, I'm like, I, I think I got it all. And I'm cleaning it up afterwards. And then like 30 seconds goes by and I still smell burning. I'm like, what is burning? I, I don't. What's going on? And I'm looking around the floor like, oh, gosh, we're never going to get our deposit back. And I can't find it. And another 30 seconds goes by and it's still going on. For like four minutes, it sat there because I couldn't find it. It had bounced on the coffee table and rolled under his PS4 controller and just melted it. It had just absolutely destroyed the backside of it. And I was like, hey, so hypothetically, how much is a PS4 (laughs) controller? Because I think I should buy you one. And he was like, what did you do? And I was like, oh, n- nothing. I just, I found it like this. Like, I just feel bad, so I should get you one. Wow. Oh, no. Wow. He was a good sport, but I felt terrible. Like, it was not, yeah. Ooh. See, now I feel bad because you're like that. I'm like, oh, well. Note to self, AJ, not good roommate. <laughs> I would, I paid for a new one. Oh, okay. Well, then I mean, you redeemed yourself. Yeah, that's redeemable. I did, I did break. You ever seen? Oh, no, I, he broke something else. I did. There was uh, I'm telling you. So, not the only thing I broke. I broke a display of his falling lawn darts, lawn darts style into a speaker system of his and just shattering a display he had that just had, like, man call beads and stuff on it. But now, see, that comes up. Talk about in the after show. And then my friends are going to see it, as you can. Utah's VFX. Irma jumped in on that. And, of course, Producer Butters on our social media. But people, my friends are going to see it. And it's going to be back to, oh, man, AJ's a huge fire hazard. Better watch out for him. And... I feel like that's not the case, but I can tell you another roommate story. We were we were slobs. Like, we had to clean dishes in bathtub multiple times because it was like, I'm not going to do it. Well, I'm not going to do it. And then it got so bad we had to do that. And so it's needless to say, stuff was sitting everywhere. And I went to make dinner one night, and I turned on the burner of the stove, and I hit the wrong switch. And the one I turned on had Tupperware sitting on it, and it just up in flames. And unfortunately, this is a tight, cramped apartment, so that meant that it was up in flames right next to the wall. So it, of course, destroyed the oven, destroyed the wall. They had to replace the wall. We had to paint it, whatever. They scraped all the stuff off of it. And since then, right, all these close calls, AJ, he's a flame. He's a flame issue. Watch out. He's a fire hazard. And that is the reputation I cannot shake. Property, I mean, I can't not say not property damage, but I just, no, like, it's ridiculous. And here we are again. My friends let me have it all weekend after the after show. I'm curious, just out of curiosity, what is the reputation, the story you cannot shake?
Luckily, what I come to find out this weekend is while I was dealing with that, since Ashley was out of the house, it was really easy to not give in to that because despite the thought of, okay, I'm going to have some time to myself, I can get a couple things done, it'll be fun, the answer actually is much more pathetic and simple than that. Every once in a while you sit down and maybe examine yourself and you think, ah, how close was I to what kid me wanted? And you think, kid me would think I was lame. And you tell kid you to shut up because they were wrong about a couple of things. Goals Gym debated eight on VFX. And what I mean about that is high school, college, right? House to yourself. Things are going to get nuts. You're going to get hyped up on sugar. You're going to call a bunch of people. Maybe have some friends over. You're going to stay up as late as you can. All of that stuff. And admittedly, that part of my brain runs when Ashley's gone. This weekend, she was out of town visiting friends. And I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to play video games with the boys. It's going to be a good night. I'm going to do whatever I want. And is that what happened? No, not really. <laughs> what do you do when your significant other's out of town? Because I'm curious if this is the case. I think once you're in a relationship for a while, and I have maintained and will forever, it is good to be able to function as individual entities. Like, I'm glad she could go spend time with her friend. It's good to have some time apart and be able to do your own thing. But ultimately, I was just like, eh, I'm kind of bored. Well, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna eat like a like, like a poor college kid again. I'm gonna make microwave quesadillas, and that'll be enough sustenance to get me through. Question is before we move on to it, uh, what do you do when you're by yourself, Nick? What about you? What do you do when your wife girlfriend leaves? I'm kind of on the same boat. Like I don't do nothing because that's what I want to do, or I'll eat at the places that. She doesn't like to eat. So I know that as soon as she leaves, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to Wendy's. She hates Wendy's. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. So she hates it, but is there a rule in the house? Or, like, you, you don't feel you're not violating a rule. You're just going to get what you want to do. Yeah, like, she doesn't set any rules like that. Like, yeah, I can't eat there. I just have, like, a thing where we have to eat at the same place. I don't like going to yes. places at the same time to, to eat. Uh, and, I'll, and she never chooses, like, the things that I want. So I'm like, whatever. But when she's gone, I can have whatever I want. It's freedom. So I eat all the places she hates, just a spider. <laughs> you know, you know, he buys up. He's allowed to do that. I would say, I would say it's a rule. It's strongly encouraged that I don't go to the places that Ashley loves when Ashley's not available, and and vice versa. Like uh, I, it, it, I do it for lunch too at work because I'm able to go get stuff, and she can't leave her job. So it would be very mean for me to go to the places she can't while I'm out. But the thing, what it, what. What child me thinks is lame about it is you're like, oh, man, you just didn't do anything. Where I agree with Nick completely is it's nice to unwind, and that's kind of what the goal was. But at the same time, you know, it's just a testament to being happy where you are, right? You kind of – you're used to routine. That's part of it. Two, I'm just happy with what it is. And then you get done, and you're like, well, all that crazy stuff I do, it's kind of stupid. I mean, I was kind of doing dumb stuff at that point in time. So the answer to the question, what do I do when I'm home alone? Kind of a whole lot of nothing. Kind of just chill. It's kind of nice that I look back at it and I think, was this lame? And then I'm like, eh, I'm really relaxed. It was great. That was the answer. And I miss I miss my girlfriend. So when she comes back, it'll be fine. And that is kind of disgustingly sweet. I'm almost barfing at myself. For the goals, Jim debated eight on VFX. Okay. Got another life hack for you. Because another life hack is don't shop like a kid when you go to the grocery store. And I came across a list. It's like how to actually save money when you're at the grocery store. And I'm not even going to look at it because the list is actually really easy. There's about three things you need to do, and you will save money every time. And I guarantee it. 
I'm not a fully functioning adult, but tell me I'm wrong after Justin Bieber in about five minutes. VFX. Saving money at the grocery store is really easy in theory, horrible in execution. It's tough. AJ on VFX this morning with you. And but speaking from personal experience, there's three rules. Three rules. Make a list. Don't shop all hungry. Don't shop like a kid. It is that easy. It's that sorry. It is that easy to say. Very tough to do. And I got to tell you, the one weakness I have, there's something that really does do me, besides the fact that everything is there, and my one strategy at home is if I keep it out of the house, like I don't buy it, then I can't eat it. There's a reason why uh, Twinkies and Ding Dongs don't exist in my house. I will, in fact, eat them very fast. I caved and bought those uh, snack packs you can get of, like, the six crackers with peanut butter and cheese. Like, I've demolished the whole box. They're, They're just gone. But not in the house I can't buy it. But besides that, the one weakness I have it's these ready-made foods, like the deli counters. Smith's gets me every time. It's a normal place where I shop. And I got to tell you, this is not a paid endorsement. Smith's Pizza's good, and it's reasonably priced, and it's done relatively quickly. And it is very easy to go into there, even with a list, and be like, okay, here's the meals for the week. We're going to go get all this stuff. And before we go home and make any of this, I mean, there is pizza right over my shoulder right there. It is like six bucks. I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying if we go over there and we put it in while we go grocery shopping now we're even saving time and then we can just go home and eat that and it's done and it's pizza and it's six bucks I mean it's not really breaking the bank plus you know we get to just fold it into the grocery bill so it's not like it's our eating out bill that dooms me every time it is so every time now <laughs> luckily when I was when I was shopping in college, I didn't have one. It was because I think we'd just be there all the time. Our thing is that we would legitimately, this is how I went every time with my roommate. We'd buy groceries. We'd run out of groceries. Then for a week, we'd just eat out most meals because we didn't do it. And then we'd go buy groceries. And then we'd do that, but we'd buy like $400 worth of groceries. And the problem was is that we'd buy $400 worth of groceries at 3 o'clock in the morning. So then we had to self-scan $400 worth of groceries. And thus my hate for those self-scanners began because that's just, it's a torture. That is a torture scenario that you have put yourself into. Like using those in general is awful. If you have less than like 10 items, I think it's not bad. $300 worth of groceries, no. By the end of that, you will hit anyone. You'll want to hit Santa Claus. It is so awful. But the three steps to saving money are very easy. Make a list. Don't shop while you're hungry. And don't shop like a kid. <laughs> Save your money every time if you if you can execute it. That I can't promise you. The deli counter, I got no bro. It's a pure wild card. Still my weakness. I ain't got a solution for that yet. Uh... That's my life hack of the day. My greatest fear of the day actually actually comes from a meme, and it's one of those images. Like last night, I saw a TikTok video of someone having ticks scraped, and I just can't get that. Im- like I want to vomit. I can't get that out of my head. There's another one, and I didn't know this, but teeth can actually grow a lot of weird places. Some images are just impossible to get out of your head. Yesterday, scrolled through TikTok, dude having ticks scraped off his neck. I don't know why it was on my free page, but ah. Oh. Goosebumps thinking about it right before talking about it. AJ on VFX this morning, and just you can't. One of them for me is a meme. You ever seen the one of the person? It's a picture of the top of the roof of the mouth, but it's all teeth. So you get the front row teeth, but it's just like a spiral of teeth. Just it's horrifying to me to have to deal with that. To look, it's just, I can't get the image out of my head. It just floats back there. Sometimes it floats forward and it's, ah. But 
But teeth can grow in super weird places. In fact, just recently, a guy in New York was having trouble breathing. He thought, yeah, you know, allergies, COVID, whatever it could be. Here in Utah, inversion. Always got to get a shot in on that. So he went to the doctor because he's like, ah, just I'm having trouble breathing. I don't know. Is it my allergies? What's going on? You take a look. They examined his nose. Nope. Tiny tooth in his nostril. Homeboy had it. Like, this sounds like a bad would you rather question. Would you have your would you have your tongue in your foot or, or your tooth teeth in your nose? Like wait, no, just absolutely not. Like how? How? It was an incisor, which is the teeth for the front of your mouth, and it was poking out into his nasal cavity. Extra teeth aren't unheard of, but usually show up in the roof of your mouth. See, terrifying. Not way up inside your nose. He had surgery removed it. He can breathe easier now. Thank goodness it was fixed. But oh my gosh, now at any given time, ah, my ears really bother me. Tooth. Ah, I got a really Back pain, tooth, anything, just teeth everywhere. It is, I just, it just makes me, it really legitimately makes me want to vomit. And then I had a extra tooth grow in. I had one that grew out of the top of my gums that I had pulled out. And that was quite the sensation, but it got taken care of because I had this really bad buck tooth when I was a kid. And luckily that was where it was because now, as I know it, it could have been in my ear Nothing in my up my sleeves, but it could in my nose. Like it's just, it's a terrible magic trick that whoever a creator is plays with us. And I just absolutely am not a fan. And I may in fact vomit. And I'm sorry that you have to picture those images now, but you had to know it could be a tooth that is in your nose right now, and that's why you're actually not breathing. It's not the inversion. It's not the cold. It's teeth. VFX's Facebook roulette. There's definitely something out there in the Facebook world that can be used to. Bring joy, inspiration, or maybe even just a, hmm, send us into deep thought. And, well, today it's easy. It's a very easy reflection of simpler life. We already talked about it, warming up the clothes this morning. It's a picture of the scene from Avengers uh, Infinity War, spoiler alerts, I guess, where Thanos is taking, in the movie, taking the crystal out of um, Vision's head. But instead, it's the TV remote, battery, 10-year-old me, Game Boy, Fully powered up. One soul for another. It's not actually... And I've seen that one, which I like a little bit more, but it's not actually the Soul Stone, so it makes sense that they removed that. But yes! How many times in a day and age where everything is powered by batteries? I gotta be honest. Our, uh... We had a... <laughs> it's hoity-toity. We have an automatic pepper grinder. The batteries died. We had to take remotes out of one of the... Uh, we had to take the batteries out of one of the remotes because we were like, oh, we don't use this remote, but we need the pepper grinder right now. We're seasoning, which is... Probably the most snooty sentence I think I've ever said. <laughs> it's an automatic pepper grinder, but that's what we had to do. And as a kid, all the time, because everything was on batteries. The Walkman, the Game Boys, the remotes, all of it. So, John's post makes it on the VFX Facebook page. The agent across all social media. Make sure you find Utah's VFX to vote for Park Narcs, to submit for Park Narcs. Also, because the after show comes up about 1030 Producer Butters comes back in. We're going to chit-chat definitely about this whole left turn thing and kind of get into some of the weird stories. We have a little bit more fun with it. So find us across all social media. Same with podcasts. Um, search for uh, Utah's VFX across any podcast website, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Store. It is there. And then just enjoy the weather. It just feels like mood's kind of been uplifted a little bit, right? Just simply because the sun is out. It is lovely. So until tomorrow... AJ on VFX. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.